Okay, friends, we are live here once again. It is Tuesday. We're here on the east coast of Canada, 10.30 a.m. Atlantic Daylight Time. Stefan Maia with you at itsouls.com, the early bird podcast sessions. And it's Tuesday, and Tuesday's theme is analyzing the lyric. In which lyric will we be analyzing this day? You may ask yourself, Cat Stevens, father and son. Cat Stevens, father and son and son. Housekeeping, please be sure to subscribe to the channel. Give us a thumbs up, a rumble, some emojis, share the link far and wide. Give us a comment thread. What are your thoughts? What do you think about the song? Do you have memories of the song? Do you still listen to the song? Are there songs you would love for us to analyze on our Tuesday sessions? All of that kind of good stuff helps the work move forward. And we certainly extend the opportunity your way to support the work financially. That's how we move forward. You can do so, of course, through addedsouls.locals.com. Over there, you can sign up for free, but you can choose to support monthly. No amount is too low or too high. It goes to the Added Souls Ministry through the Maya family and the work we are doing over here in the mission field of New Brunswick, Canada with the East Coast Church of Christ. And you can check that out at eastcoastchurchofchrist.com. Cat Stevens. Oh, yeah. We certainly listened to a lot of Cat Stevens growing up. I have some, uh, a great many memories with Cat Stevens music playing in the background, whether it be um, various social activities that we had in our rebellious youth or um, within my own thoughts, headphones on and the record playing on the record player. You know, um, Cat Stevens plays a a part in the many chapters of our life, and it he certainly did in mine. And um, we want to check out one of his uh, certainly uh, famous songs. Most famous he has, of course, of course, is Wild World. Uh, but uh, I chose uh, Father and Son, and there are many songs of his uh, that I truly enjoy and uh, find many memories when I listen to it back now. Uh, but Father and Son is a good one. And one we're going to analyze. I'll put it up on the screen and we can move forward with it. Let me just double check here to make sure we are rolling live and things are cool. Yeah, all right. Excellent. That seems to be good. Father and Son by Cat Stevens. Well, you know what? Before I go do that, I was almost forgetting to give you a bit of background. Yeah, let's do that. Let's put some context to the song here first and foremost, shall we? And of course, I visit our friends over at songfacts.com for some information about the facts to the song and the context in which Cat Stevens wrote the uh, lyric to uh, the musical um, accompaniment, if you will. So over at songfacts.com, they say that this song is a conversation between father and son. Yeah, and I think one can see that. But uh, they continue to say also that uh, with the father counseling his son to stay home, kind of settle down and find a girl telling him that uh, this is the path to happiness in life. You know, after all, it worked for the father, so why not would it work for the son? So the son, though, feels, you know, compelled to leave and is frustrated because his dad makes no effort to understand why or even hear him out. Stevens made up the story, but his relationship with his own father, Stavros Giorgio, uh, was an influence, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, to be honest. Okay, I'm a French guy speaking English words here and trying to pronounce stuff, but, I mean, from what I can read 
uh, Stavros Georgiou or Georgios or Georgiou is is the name of his father was an influence on the song, obviously. And his dad owned a restaurant in London, and Cat, parentheses, known to his father as Steve Giorgio, uh, worked there as a waiter right up until he signed a record deal at age 17. That's a pretty young age to sign a deal, right? Well, Stavros was hoping his son would join the family business. Cat had some other ideas, didn't he? So when he appeared on the Crisis, uh, the Crisis, the Chris Isaac Hour, yeah, there we go, the Chris Isaac Hour in 2009, Stevens said, "Quote: He was running a restaurant, and I was a pop star, so I wasn't following the path that he laid out. But we certainly didn't have any antagonism between us. I loved him, and he loved me." End of quote. Stevens veered away from his upbringing again in 1977 when he rejected Christianity and became a Muslim, changing his name to Yusuf Islam. And of course, from the Christian perspective, did he truly leave the Bible format for Christianity? Probably not. And uh, his idea of what Christianity is is probably seen through what men have created in their own image, which is not the image of the Christ that we read of in the scriptures. And he went towards Islam, which, of course, is a very violent religion, a very uh, an oppressive religion. If you are faithful to the text, of course. If you're not faithful to Muhammad, it doesn't matter. You can call it the religion of peace. You can go to and fro and, and be a decent human being. And I, I know there are very decent human beings who uh, would label themselves Muslims religiously. Uh, and that's just because they're not faithful to the Quran and to the texts of their prophet, Muhammad. If they were, they'd be violent, barbaric um, um, individuals who would seek to murder everyone in their path. Uh, but um, I don't know if that's how far Kat went with uh, Islam. I, I've not kept up with his religious beliefs other than I knew he had since claimed uh, Islam as his religion. But I don't know if he is fateful, meaning if he has become a very violent individual who seeks to murder everyone who disagrees with Islam. Or if he is an unfaithful Muslim, which is the ones we kind of embrace because they, uh, um, they just they don't do what the text says mostly. They, well, or they pick and choose. And yeah, you're right. Christians do the same thing. I'm not, I'm not putting that out of the picture. Christians do the same thing. Faithful Christians will live uh, with uh, the love of Christ within their hearts, and they will love each other, and they will make for a peaceful community. Unfaithful Christians uh, will certainly live in hypocrisy, self-righteousness, and practice a great many sinful things, very evil things that you would see being done in the heathen world. Uh, Christians uh, will do the same if they're not faithful to their Lord and Master. However, when it comes to the uh, religion of Islam, to which I've studied a little bit, enough, Put it that way. Um, if they are faithful to Muhammad, they are the barbarians. They are the violent, bloodlusting fiends who will do anything and everything permissible from their prophet to destroy the world and have all submissive to uh, Islam. If they are not faithful to Islam and the Quran, they will be. Uh, they can. They can allow themselves to be uh, decent human beings in the community. And what is sad is they don't recognize that 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 form of decency that they they produce in the community uh, to be morally upright in the community that comes from christ that comes from christianity they might allocate that to muhammad or designate it to muhammad or to the quran or allah uh whatever but everything good comes from god the god of the 66 books of the holy bible the christian god the only true living god 
x412. Anyways, I mean, that's just what it is. But here we have in uh, the context of the song, uh, uh, of his life, uh, Cat Stevens uh, turning towards Islam. So then uh, the information over at songfacts.com continues and says, the generational divide that plays out in the lyric can apply to many families. But Stevens had a specific storyline in mind, writing it from the perspective of a father and son in a Russian family during the Russian Revolution, that is from 1917 to 1923. The son wants to join the revolution, but his father wants him to stay home and work on the farm. Stevens, a huge fan of show tunes, wrote it in 1969 for a musical he was working on called uh, Revolutia, like, you know, the Russian Revolution, Revolutia, uh, which was set during the Russian Revolution. The song was part of a scene where the son feels it is his calling to join in, but his father wants him to stay home. The musical never materialized, uh, obviously, so the song ended up being uh, the first one written for Stevens' T for the Tillerman album. Interesting, isn't it? So the song has a very unusual structure, which owes to its uh, provenance as a number uh, for a stage musical, if you will. There's no chorus, but the son's part is sung louder, providing a kind of hook, if you will. The dialogue is an interesting lyrical trick with the father and son expressing different perspectives on the situation. And so on. The uh, information regarding the song and the writer and the context of his life uh, over there at songfacts.com. Now, um, obviously, even if one would not read those facts about the song, one can garner sufficient information to know that there is a father and son relationship taking place here. From my perspective, obviously, feeling the same for the son. As the son, I was rebellious. I didn't want to do the whole find a nine to five at the factory, get married and uh, have kids. And, you know, that to me was very boring. Like, I don't want that. That seems like a very boring and slave kind of a life. You know, you work at the factory, you hate the work at the factory, but it puts food on the table. What a slaved way of work. I don't want to do that. I want to be, uh, I don't know, a rock and roll star or something. I'm going to, I want to do what I want to do in life. And it's not going to be uh, working at the factory nine to five and getting married and having kids to worry about. I'm not going to do that. And I obviously went the path of sex, drugs, and rock and roll, organized criminal activity, and uh, all that kind of stuff uh, for decades uh, and went full circle, which is interesting because if you're paying attention to life and what's happening to you and what you're doing and who you are influencing and all of it, the experience of life away from God, the experience of life in rebellion, uh, in uh, uh, pagan practices, heathen worldviews, uh, the unbelievers plight on this existence, if you will. Um, I embarked and I uh, lavished in, and I went full, you go for full circle. I went full circle. Now as a middle-aged guy, happily married, beautiful, faithful wife, three beautiful children. If only I, like, if I would have taken the advice of my parents, I would have done this way earlier. I would have not gone through my decades of rebellion and finding out what's out there in the world for me. Uh, it, it, I, I soaked in everything it had to offer me thinking, I don't want to be bored with the ball and chain people getting married, you know, to a piece of paper and only having one woman. What are you nuts? And then having kids to take care of. What are you crazy? There was always something in me that was ingrained the seed within me that my parents had given me that 
marriage is an honorable thing and having children is a blessing and, 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 and having a, a good, uh, decent and honorable work, you know, uh, legal work and working hard and all that kind of stuff is, 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 is a good thing in life. And God allows us to have that. And God encouraged us to do that. That, that to me at that time was just a bunch of, uh, nonsense. It's just pfft, leave me alone. Now going full circle, uh, I should have taken my parents' advice. I should have started reading the Bible earlier. I should have started obeying the Bible earlier and following Jesus earlier in life. Cause Lo and behold, with everything the world had to offer me, women, money, wine, you name it, power, uh, whatever you want to call it, whatever you, whatever you think the world's out there to give you, I, I've experienced it. Uh, it it's, it's all an illusion. It's a myth. It's a fable. It's, it portrays itself in a certain way. And yeah, there is pleasure in sin, obviously. If there wasn't, folks wouldn't be sinning. Uh, but it, it's, it, it has a very short uh, lifespan. Its expiration date, uh, you know, it don't last long in the fridge, if you will. So though it may seem attractive and that's how it gets you in there, the whole adventurous attraction to it, you know, sin's fun. You don't need to be, um, uh, you don't need to be shackled to marriage and children and living a decent life and that kind of stuff. And of course, everything around us, the influence of the community perhaps, and through all these uh, public uh, affairs and policies, I mean, that's kind of what it generates, right? It's, it's, it's all... Uh, it, it's all constructed to the agenda, which is to have you separated from Christianity, to have you separated from the family. Anyways, I'm, uh, I'm chasing the, the squirrel with it, but I just, I'm sharing some of my experiences having gone full circle, knowing what I know now, I should have done what I am doing now and be who I am now, uh, way back in my early teens and stuck with it. And, and I'd be much happier. There, there's no better way of life. Like, take it from somebody who has experienced all of it. There's no better way of life. There's no, there is no other way of life that gives you true spiritual and physical uh, joy. That doesn't mean life's easy. Don't get that twisted. As a faithful Christian, life's not easy. Matter of fact, at times, life can be even harder. But that's not, that, that's true of this fallen world. But in Christianity, you find purpose you find the purpose of life, which is to be pleasing to the creator. And what is pleasing to the creator is his love towards you and you living well for him. And so family is, is, it's just such a blessing and working for God is just such a joy and an encouragement. I, I mean, I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. I, I, when I made the commitment, I knew I'd be ready to die for it. That's just all there is to it. And I wish I would have followed this path earlier in life. So when my father was saying, stick around, have a family and do what I do, uh, at that time I was like, no, man, I'm going on. I'm going to be a rock and roll star, do something. And I certainly had that talent in my youth, uh, musically inclined, artistically inclined. Um, I was the guy that stuck out among all, among many as just having that insight, if you will, just uh, a lover of the world, its arts, entertainment, music, uh, movies, and um, I just wanted to go that route. Of course, I ended up as <laughs> a criminal figure, uh, organized criminal figure in, in the community um, who had um, who was part of a, a pyramid of great power within uh, this location of the world and all that kind of stuff. And it brought me 
to uh, a great many uh, channels in life that uh, looking back now, man, it's just crazy and dangerous. But um, yeah, so that's kind of what's going on, sharing with you a bit of my thoughts, my experience, my life with this song. And it holds memory, obviously, with me, you know, Cats in the Cradle kind of stuff. This whole dynamic uh, with the father and son uh, thing is obviously a, um, a life thing that is common with many on this earth. So these lyrics, these songs, they reach people. And um, yeah, so let me put it up on the screen here. Cat Stevens, father and son. There we go. I'll drop my camera here. All right, we're good to go. It's not time to make a change. Just relax. Take it easy. You're still young. That's your fault. There's so much you have to know. Find a girl. Settle down. If you want, you can marry. Look at me. I am old, but I'm happy. And that lyrics that can make you weep? They can, can't you? have to stop from crying. It's just so, I don't know nostalgic for me and also it holds a lot of memories and moments you know where um i was hearing my father's voice in my head saying you know these things if you will and i'm off getting getting experience with the world getting high for the first time falling in love for the first time fornicating um experiencing life and everything it had to give me away from god away from parents away from the family you know uh it's just and and you're young you know, uh, I was very young, too young, if you will. But um, yeah, it's not time to, to make a change. You, you need to, to, to just relax, take it easy. Why, what, you know, why, why are you willing, why are you wanting to go out there with fast people, fast women, fast drugs, and, and take it easy, slow down, think about what you're doing, think about your future. You know, uh, we lived a life like we die today. Who cares? No, we lived, uh, we party today, we die tomorrow kind of mentality, right? Shooting stars. It's not time to make a change. Just relax. Take it easy. You're still young. You're immature. You're young. You're immature. You, you've not yet learned a great many wisdoms that are necessary for you to survive in this cruel fallen world. So take it easy. You know, there's so much you have to know. You're not ready for what's out there. Why are you running out there? Find, what, you, what you want to do is find happiness. And right now you're running the wrong direction. Happiness, to the lyric, of course, and the father's perspective, is find a girl, settle down, and if you want, you can marry. Now, obviously, through the Christian perspective is find a faithful girl, right? Settle down, get married, <laughs> settle down, have children. His father says, look at me, I'm old, but I'm happy. You know, we used to look at the old timers like just, just these old dust bags, like leave me alone. This generation is rebellious. We don't want none of your information. We don't want your religion, which is Christianity. We don't want that. We don't want this whole sober way of life and uh, reality stuff, you know, waking up with the alarm clock and going to the factory, working nine to five, slaving for someone for a few pennies to put bread on the table. No, 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 no. We're not going to live that way. Are you crazy? We're young. We're rebellious. We want to do things our way. There is no God. There are no rules. We're all a bunch of animals. Why can't I do what I want to do? You know, drink like a fish, smoke like a dragon, and fornicate like there ain't no tomorrow. Like it just, I, what do you mean? And his father's like, well, don't do that. Don't go that direction. Look at me. You... you 
you're in your youth and you think what you you think going that direction is going to give you happiness. You think drinking like a fish, smoking like a dragon and fornicating like rabbits is going to give you happiness. With all and I speak of promiscuous sexual inter, uh, uh, endeavors, fornication, adultery, homosexuality. Then you participate in that and therein comes abortion. And therein comes divorce complications, families being broken. Like, do you not see the result of that path? You don't because you're too young and stupid to see it. So chill out, relax, take it, just chill out and, and, and see life a bit further than the tip of your nose. Look at me, I'm old and I'm happy. I'm content. There's joy in family. There's joy in marriage. I don't want to go off and be a rock and roll star. You're going to get in a lot of trouble with that. These jesters, we throw a few coins at them. They're there to dance and make us laugh. You don't want to become one of them. They live immoral lives. Life of chaos. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll isn't what Hollywood is portraying to you. Is there pleasure in there? Well, yeah, but the pleasure is not long-lived. It's very short, and it comes at a, at a cost. You're working, and the paycheck is death. The wages of sin is death. So you're working at something. But you're not going to like the paycheck, I'm telling you. Look at me. I am old, but I'm happy. I'm, I'm, I'm training my children to know that what, the way we are living, the things we have, comes from God, and they are good. Family is good. I feel sorry for those who have known nothing but broken families and who have never seen the love of a united family. They're jealous at it. They need to destroy that, and they do. Sadly, they'll never know the true love of God and family because they've never seen it, they never had it, and they're jealous after those who do have it. And they want to destroy it. And that's what they've made their lives about, destroying families. And they'll destroy churches and they'll destroy everything in their path. Son, listen. True happiness is in Christ, faithful in Christ, and receiving the blessing of marrying a good, decent person who is faithful to Christ and having good, decent children you can raise and, and have blessing and joy with. All this running after the wind stuff, you're not going to catch anything. You can't catch the wind. Look at me. I am old, but I'm happy. I was once. I was once like you are now. And I know that it's not easy. I get it. I'm not void of understanding. To be calm when you've found something going on, but take your time. Think a lot. Why? Think of everything you've got, for you will still be here tomorrow, but your dreams may not. It's that struggle in life, right? It's the, it, it's the, the decision, the fork in the road, when you've reached your, your accountability, right? We are conceived. At the moment of conception, we have life. We are human beings. Very unique. Different than the animals. We are not like the animals. The animals were not created in the image of the great I am. They were created by the same artist. But they were not created in the image. We are different. Sovereignty of life is important. 
We've lost that now, obviously, in this fallen nation. The West has fallen. There's no, there's no two ways about that. If you've been paying attention, you know the West has fallen. We have. We are currently now governed by foreign threat. Very evil, evil people whose purpose is to murder as much as they can and control those uh, whom are going to be submissive. It, it, it's a very... We are living through a very dark time now, once again, in our history. We are a fallen nation. Well, even within this fallen nation, there is love and joy and family, and that is the hope. Why go chasing these things? They're not going to go anywhere. I was once like you are now. I've tried those things out. And I know that it's not easy to be calm when you've found something going on. But take your time. Think a lot. Why? Think of everything you've got. For you will still be here tomorrow, but your dreams may not. We do have imagination. We do dream. We do have goals. We have hopes. But we must remain within the realm of reality. You can accomplish a great many things in this life if it's done for Christ. You don't need to go chasing everything going on in the world. Man, it don't lead nowheres. You don't have to answer the phone every time it rings, okay? <laughs> Sometimes you need to put the phone uh, on silent and just chill with the family, right? So the son has something to say, obviously. How can I try to explain? Because when I do, he turns away again. It's always been the same, same old story. From the moment I could talk, I was ordered to listen. Now there's a way, and I know that I have to go away. I know I have to go. Again, that rebellious heart, that flesh calling his, his you know, the flesh will play the wind like a flute, like a flute. It's a wind. It'll call for you. This world is dying way. It's dying way. See, at the moment of conception, you have... Uh, uh, you have importance. You belong to God at the very moment of ensoulment, conception. And then you grow as a human being in your mother's womb. And then you are birth. And you live in a very vulnerable state where you need the care and love of the family, the mother, the, the father. And there comes a time in your life as you are growing, that you will reach an age of accountability. For some, that might be 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, depending on the maturity and the context of one's upbringing and one's mind and intellectual capabilities. And one chooses to go down this path. And the father's saying, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't go that path. Yeah, I want to go that path. You don't understand. I've been trying to tell you that's what I want to do. That's what I want to see. I want to experience this world and everything it has to give me. The Father's like, I've tried that. I've tried that. You don't want to go that path. That path leads to death, right? But the Son, he don't see that. See, someone like me, and you might just be someone like me, we're the kind of people where we're going to be told that fire burns, but we look at the fire and it seems so pretty. It seems so beautiful. It gives you warmth. I want to touch it. Don't touch it. Oh, you're just a party pooper. Don't tell me I can't touch the flame. I want to touch it. 
If you touch it, you're going to be disobeying my command. I'm commanding you not to touch that fire. I've already touched the fire. I know it burns. I'm telling you because I love you. Don't touch the flame. Oh, fooey. You're just old and stuff. I don't want to do those things. I don't want to get married. I don't want to work nine to five. I don't want to have kids. I don't want none of that. I want to touch the fire. Well, go on then. Have it your way. Touch the fire. I will. Touch the fire. Get burnt. That hurt. It did, didn't it? Yeah. Some of us keep touching the fire for years, decades, until we finally figured it out. Oh, yeah. I guess it burns. I guess the pain I'm feeling came from the flame I keep touching. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations, ding dong. McFly, McFly, hello. Anybody in there, McFly? So here's the perspective of the sun. And it's real. And it's genuine. It's true. Yeah, he feels that. It's a feeling. Emotionalism. My truth is not the same as yours. I want to go down this path. How can I try to explain? Because every time I try to ta- talk to him, to my dad, he does, he does he's not listening to me. I love sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I love, uh, I want to do those things. I want to go experience this world. What do you know about being out there in a summer night with a fire and that special girl? Those big blue eyes, green eyes, yellow eyes. You, my brown-eyed girl. What do you know? Dads don't know about that moment, man. They don't know about that. They don't know about the alcohol. Yeah, you know, the wine. Allowing the uh, spirits of the air control your thoughts and just going with it. Yeah, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 20, 30s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to. No, no, no. I want to try the flame. The flame seems like fun. Man, you're going to wake up burnt. Everyone around you burnt. Father says, it's not time to make a change. Of course, here repeating the uh, the opener. It's not time to make a change. Just sit down. Take it slowly. You're still young. That's your fault. There is so much you have to go through. Find a girl. Settle down. If you want, you can marry her. And the son, of course, says, all the times that I cried. Decision, decision, decision. Keeping all the things I knew inside. It's hard. Why must? But it's harder to ignore it. You go and make this decision. If they were right, I'd agree. Alone? But it's them. They know, not me. Now there's a way, and I know that I have to go away. I know I have to go. I know I have to go away. And, uh, yeah. That's kind of the um, the situation there in the lyric, right? The context, uh, father and son. Father has a mature way of seeing life. He's been through everything the son wants to go through, and he's trying to tell his son, you don't need to go through those things. I don't want you to go through those things. I've worked hard. I, I, I've, I've worked myself out of those situations so that you don't need to go through those situations. And here you are going through, wanting to go through those very things that um, I tried to make a life for you that you didn't need to go through those things, but you want to go through those things. And uh, we can also see the perspective also of uh, how God the Father would see his people, Israel, during the Old Testament. As his little children growing up and becoming independent and saying, hey, listen, you don't go down that path. Get married, follow the law, and you'll find happiness there. You'll find joy in my, in my law. You'll find grace in my law. 
if you just obey the law. It's for your own good. It's not, he's not a tyrannical oppressor. His law is actually good. It's decent. It's upright. It's, there's a lot of joy in keeping his law. You know? You can see that dynamic in a lot of things. So as we analyze the lyric, we can see, uh, we can, uh, how do you say that? Um, we can relate. There we go. We can relate to the poetry of it. We can relate to the lyric and uh, how it is true of a great many fathers who have established a good life for their children and a path forward for them, and they choose to go away from it, only to experience this fallen world. And sadly, this fallen world will devour, will devour them. It's frightening. It's scary. But you train them up as best you can in the way of our Lord and Master. And if they are obedient children, faithful to their Lord and Master, uh, they'll stick with it. And if they don't, well, hopefully they'll come around and have the opportunity to uh, be right with God again one day. Anyhow, there we go. That's the session, my dear friends. Half hour into it, Cat Stevens' Father and Son was the song. Uh, let me know your memories, your thoughts uh, with this in the comment section. Subscribe to the channel. Share it far and wide if you find any utility in the material and the substance therein. All right? Consider supporting this work. It's through your support the Added Souls Ministry moves on each month. Um, you know, uh, over at e, uh, addedsouls.locals.com, you can sign up there for free and you can choose to support monthly. And we'd certainly love to have you in the new coming year and uh, be part of it. And you have exclusive content there as well. I produce uh, contents uh, solely for the supporters uh, over at addedsouls.locals.com. That good? Stay focused, stay positive, Lord willing. Tomorrow we shall continue on our Wednesday theme, which is Bible study time. And we're going through the book of Genesis. So Lord willing, we'll be available there and hopefully you'll tune in with us. All right, my friends, peace out.